This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Lindsey Brown of 1140 The Bet joins us on the Roman Guest Line here at Bet MGM tonight. Lindsey, how you doing? Baby Bash, can I get a, uh, you guys are pulling Hurricane on Friday. I got to oh, join in. I got to be Lindsay. part of the party. It's for you. <laughs> Everything is for you, Lindsey. Thank you for joining the show. We got to ask you really quickly before we look at some of these series in their totality. Any plays in the two games tonight, our, our audience wants to know. Minnesota Wild taking on the St. Louis Blues in 25 minutes. Um, that is a one-and-a-half spread um, on the puck line. And then you got the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Los Angeles Kings uh, in that one in 55 minutes from now. Any plays in the last two games of tonight's action? I would take overs. like that. I think that's probably the, the safest thing I can say. Unless you want to like go out and specifically pick players like a David Perron who had a hat trick the other night or – you know, Connor McDavid, I guess he's okay. At least that MGM tells me so. And so you can bet on him as well. Um, but I, I, we've seen a, some really high scores in these first couple games. The series are shifting back to the uh, lower seed home arena. It's a little bit different of an environment. And so I think that uh, bodes well for scoring, uh, especially with just how many penalties are being called across the league, but especially in that Minnesota-St. Louis series. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts, Lindsay, on the Rangers. Um, they split at mm. home. They're kind of a kind of a shady result in that triple overtime. Rangers, in my opinion, should have probably won game one. What do you think about not only their chances in this series, but beyond? I really like like if I'm talking about like the darkest horse with the with the biggest uh, hoof shoes or whatever you call them, <laughs> I would definitely pick the Rangers. And, and a lot has to do with Igor Shosturkin as as a netminder. He's very involved physically, uh, obviously. There's a lot of uh, back and forth and a lot of series between netminders. You've never seen so many turnovers, at least in, in terms of the starters. But their power play is so lethal, or at least it was in the regular season. I know that sometimes that can get shut down in the playoffs, especially when you put bodies in front. But the way that Adam Fox moves the puck and the vision that he has, he's a psych major from Harvard, so clearly he knows what he's talking about. But then you have Artemi Panarin, who's a sniper on, on one of the flanks. And you have uh, Alexis Lafreniere that hasn't really made much of a name for himself quite yet, but he's the number one overall pick from last year. And it's just, they, they, it just something feels right to me about them. And I'm, it's unfortunate that they drew the Penguins because I think, think the Penguins are a, a good matchup for them because of their experience, because of their championship pedigree. There's so many players that have, I think they said like Barkley Goudreau was the only guy that had Stanley Cup experience on the Rangers and he already got hurt and he won two of the cups. And so otherwise everybody else is completely uh, flying as new docs. And so I, I like them a lot. I, I like the way that they played this series. I agree. I think they should have won game one. I think it's not so great that they split at home, but you know, it's one game, one shift at a time, right? 
Lindsay, I know you said you like both overs tonight, but I was looking at this Minnesota-St. Louis game, and I have a rule for myself. I usually don't bet on teams from St. Louis because I hate St. Louis, but what do you think about the Wild tonight? They're plus 105. I actually want to back St. Louis is why I'm asking you. The series tied up at one. They're minus 130 favorites. If you had to lean in that game, would you go with your Wild or would you take the Blues? No bias. I go with the, I go with the Wild. I would go with the momentum. I, I think... Game one, they kind of got shell-shocked, and the St. Louis has had their number all year, and they, yeah. I think in a lot of ways it was a hangover from the Winter Classic because they just got blown out of the water. But now that they've seen that they can keep up with scoring with this team, now that they've, they've shown that they can support Marc-Andre Fleury and his style of play in the playoffs, because most of those goals that he gave up in the first game are on second, third, fourth chance rebounds, and you can't expect netminders to make those saves. You expect your defenseman to clear out bodies, or at the very least, clear out the puck of the zone and so it's about who's getting after the scoreboard first but nobody's ever out of it especially the wild I think they led the league in comeback victories this year yeah and they just they have so much talent just oozing out of every single line that they have and so I I, I I'm on I, they're my pick to kind of go to the final right now but they're also my pick to lose in the first round it's it's seven games all these series I feel like are seven games like for you when you're looking at these games how important was the regular season I think like a good example is I didn't want to play Boston tonight because they've let me down but also if you look what they've done against the Hurricanes they played five times and they were 0-5 against the Hurricanes they were outscored 26-4 to in those games and now tonight they finally have a 3-1 lead but how important is regular season matchups and meetings now that we're in the postseason, you know, and some of these rosters are a little bit different. How important is the past to you? Like when you're looking at some of these in this sport? I mean, I look at regular season in terms of like line combinations and who people are comfortable playing with mm-hmm. and, and just who, who's been most successful. But when it comes to like the playoffs and the pressure of it, I took, I take a longer view because if you're thinking about like, Oh, well, the Boston Bruins lost a game seven on home ice yeah. in 2019 to the St. Louis Blues. And they should, have, and they've lost the Stanley Cup final before that. Besides the one that they've won in 2011 when they were up in Vancouver, and so they've been chasing that ghost for a long time. And and when you have that, or say like the Maple Leafs and and their recent history in playoffs, which is basically non-existent, you get swept or you get embarrassed. And and just when those ad- adverse moments come down, and they will, and either you're going to the box or somebody hits you the wrong way or somebody went down that you didn't envision the team without that's where you kind of see people revert back to whatever that base level is. And, and so that's where I take kind of the longer view if, if people are getting away from their games and, and kind of getting lost out there. But otherwise, uh, regular season is just for, just for like immediate vibes. We're joined now by Lindsey Brown of 1140, the bet Las Vegas on the Roman guest line, picking her brain about all things Stanley Cup postseason. Huge Saturday slate of games uh, tomorrow, Lindsey. We got four, and uh, I know my Capitals are looking bad after last night's loss, but I, I will just skip past that. I want to talk about Calgary taking on Dallas tomorrow at 930. So in the first game, Dallas, what, oh. it took them 11 minutes to get a shot on goal in game one. They come back against Calgary the other night, and they get a W themselves, or last night, rather, and they get a win themselves, and they tie that series at one. Stars tomorrow, plus 135 on the money line at home. Calgary, a heavy favorite, minus 160. Do you think Dallas figured out anything in that game, or, or are you still looking at Calgary to come out of this series pretty much unscathed? I don't think Dallas has to figure out anything. I think Calgary has to figure out Dallas because mm. Dallas knows that it's not the bigger dog in the pound here. And so you, you have to commit to a certain style of game and they play that style of game always, which is those two to one 
We're going to forecheck the hell out of you. We're going to try to meet you in the offensive zone before you get to the face-off dots. We can trap you. And then we're going to create chaos. And they've gotten great net mining from Jake Ottinger, another young goaltender, Minnesota born and raised. No big deal. We don't have a lot of those that make it all the way up here. So it's a big, it's, the top line is what's really scary for Dallas. Like they, they will do that, that hard forechecking the rest of the way down. But the Jason Robertson kid is legit. The Rupe Hintz uh, character sets him up. And then Pavelski can, like, tip pucks out of left field, I swear. And so when you have those particular skill sets, if you can keep the score low, like, anything can truly happen. And, and they've played this style for, for a matter of years, and it's setting up a lot like how they went through the bubble a couple of years back. Now it's different with no crowds, but in terms of shut down the middle, block all the pucks out, and, and move the bodies, you can beat some damn good teams that way. That's usually how the how the top ones fall. Lindsay, is it just me, or is this matchup between the Oilers and the Kings like the least talked about one in the Stanley Cup playoffs? It's definitely up there. It, I don't know why either, because it's, I think it's one of the more interesting series with the Daryl Sutter coach, or not, I suppose he's in, in Calgary, not Edmonton. I went down the wrong lane there. But in terms of the Kings, Jonathan Quick looks like he did in 2012. At least he did in game yeah. two. And when you have that, and, you, and you've seen that from him before, and you got Dustin Brown, it's his swan song, he's retiring. You know, they, they, we dragged him through the mud years ago when they took away the C from him. We thought he was a bad captain when actually they just wanted to pit, put it on Anze Kopitar because he needed to reach another level in his game. And then they reinforced uh, the center position with Philip Deneau. Like that second line for me is what's really dangerous about the LA Kings. And the Edmonton Oilers, speaking of, like, reverting back to um, just that, that base layer of bad recent history. I mean, Edmonton, you could, you could see them fire 50 shots on net and they score one. You're already halfway in their head. It, it's, it's not that hard. You just have to, you have to stop them from getting to their top speed and meeting them in the neutral zone. Like, they love to, to rip through, but as long as you're physically bumping them off, not making them comfortable at any aspect of the ice, I mean, you just you just got to score one more. So it's definitely doable. Lindsay, you've watched more hockey than me this year. I've kind of fallen in love with this Toronto team just because, obviously, Toronto, they love hockey. Oh. And I think, I think the Maple Leafs <laughs> deserve this. I do. I'm rooting for them, and I don't want to see Tampa Bay again. Right? It's like when we had the Cavs and the Warriors every year in the NBA. We want, we want some new blood. Maple Leafs are plus 800. Any value there? Anything change as far as, like, the overall market? Or are you still sticking with your original pick? I'm very annoyed with how well they're playing against the Tampa Bay Lightning, but we all got to go home when the lights <laughs> uh, when the lights go out, or at least the street lights come on. And so, I I'm scared of them because if they get out, out of the first round, then any all the bets are off, and, and that's the and if and to do it against Tampa Bay as well, it'd be incredibly poignant for the two-time defending champions to go down. Uh, it's hard to argue when you're not seeing Kucherov that involved. Sam Coase is not there. Vasilevsky, I've seen highlights of him on riding around in his butt. Let me tell you the last place you want to be as a goal, goalie on your butt at any point in time. Yeah. That sounds like it's very so scary. It, eh, it's not so bad, but it's just like, you're, it's really hard for you to do your job. Like, it's really? not, and that's, that's more scary. But riding the pine is scary, not the puck to the face, Trista. So uh, I kind of like how they're playing. I, I really do. But, you know, Tampa's been through so much. They, they, they know how to press the right buttons. Don't wake up the, like I mentioned, the, the Kucherovs or like even the Victor Hedmans. Like he's so quiet. He has a really underrated passing ability and they're just, they haven't been able to get involved. And so to get beat at home like this would not be a great start. It would spell a quicker series than I had originally uh, hypothesized. Lindsay, before we get you out of here, 
yes or no question, and I'm going to go back on what oh I said God. I would Here not we go. do. Here we go. Will my Washington Capitals make it past the Florida Panthers in the opening round of the Stanley Cup postseason? No. You didn't have no. to be so anxious. To, wait a minute, Lindsay. You didn't even give me a chance to What's get it all the way. Conviction, Quentin. You gotta get. I know we've been out for a little bit, so I just want to make sure we're not easing you back into go cannonball right away. Well, I yeah, see. I see. You're, you're not. You're not pulling any here. punches. I, I feel it, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear your voice in my ears here at the BetQL Studios. Can't wait to talk to you again soon because I'm sure we will be grow closer and closer over these next few months. Trust and believe. Absolutely happy to have you back, Quentin, and uh, have a great rest of the weekend, guys.